If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, February 4th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we spoke with Steve Reschetti, counselor to the president and one of the most powerful people in the Biden White House. Number two, Liz Cheney and the establishment wing struck back last night with Cheney winning a secret ballot. And number three, today Speaker Pelosi will exert more power and influence, forcing a vote on whether to kick off Marjorie Taylor Greene from her committee assignments. All right, Jake, tee us up here. Steve Reschetti, a fixture in Washington for as long as I can remember, one of the closest advisors to Joe Biden. He had a lot to say last night. He did. He we spoke to him by phone last night, uh, right before we kind of retired for the day, so to speak. And we we talked to him about the president's legislative priorities. And just for context, Anna, we know this, but it's important to remember that Steve Reschetti is one of the most powerful people in America right now. He is the uh, uh, the person that the president probably consults more than anybody about policy, politics, everything that the president does. Reschetti has a hand in. So we talked to him about the his about the president's priorities in his COVID relief bill. He said the most important important things to Joe Biden are direct assistance, those checks to Americans and unemployment insurance, two things that are extremely important to Reschetti and to the vice uh, to the president of the United States. Uh, we asked him about the minimum wage, Anna, and the minimum wage he was a little bit more circumspect on. He is not sure that's going to be part of this package, at least as currently constructed. I found that interesting. I mean, a thorny issue for sure. When I think basically he was kind of owning up to the political reality that the minimum wage is going to be extremely difficult to get through reconciliation. There's already been members of the uh, the, the Senate Democratic Caucus who have uh, been kind of publicly questioning the way that it is constructed as it is now. The other thing I thought was super interesting was how strongly he pushed back on some of our reporting earlier this week that Senate Republicans were kind of dismissing the fact that it was really Joe Biden wanted a deal on this with Republicans, but he was being pulled back by staff or Senate Democrats. He had some pretty sharp words on that. He did. He said that he's been working with the, the president of the United States for nine years, and he has a very good idea about what's in this proposal. And he wanted an exchange of dialogue, an exchange of words, an exchange of ideas with Republicans. Um, but that was about all he wanted. He wasn't looking to change his proposal for Senate Republicans, but instead said, you know, here's why you're wrong to Senate Republicans and um, was basically looking for a package that Democrats could support a big and bold package as Democrats 
Democrats keep saying, and we shouldn't make any mistake about that. So I found that interesting, pushing back very, very robustly, very uh, uh, vociferously on the idea that Biden is somehow staff driven and wants to cut a deal but isn't being allowed to. All right, the number two story of the day. I feel like we really need some dramatic music from Hollywood. The establishment strikes back. For us, the inside baseball game following this drama between Liz Cheney, the Republican from Wyoming, who voted to impeach the president and has been basically back on her heels with conservatives, you know, publicly, privately saying she shouldn't be in leadership anymore. She doesn't represent uh, the conference. She had a big night last night. She did. Uh, Liz Cheney beat back all conservatives, the Trump wing of the party, to win, uh, uh, to rewin. Basically, this was a revote, Anna, because Liz Cheney was is the number three House Republican, and conservatives wanted a vote, uh, basically a referendum vote on her leadership. And she said, oh, "Okay, let's have it." She called for the vote. Everyone doubted her. We doubted her, Anna. We spent weeks talking to Republicans who said that she could not win this referendum vote, and she won, and she won handily. Handily, she beat back the Trump wing of the party in a very, very, very robust way, a a very uh, loud way. She did it. She won by, you know, 60 or 70 votes in a secret ballot. This tells us a lot about Washington, Anna. It tells us that the Trump wing of the GOP is losing uh, power in the Capitol. And, And there's no other way to look at this, that Liz Cheney, the establishment, beat out the Trump wing last night in such a meaningful way. I'm sure from Mar a Lago, the president sees this and is wondering what is happening. It was also an interesting flex for Kevin McCarthy, right? We've been watching the leader of the House Republican Conference kind of waffle. He sort of supported her publicly, then kind of left her to flail a little bit. But he made a strong showing last night before the vote, basically saying, let me lead. You know, he he defended her to saying that he wanted her to be part of her, his leadership team. And I think that also did help her for sure. I do think you have to take that 30,000 foot view, though, that this is just one dramatic point along the way for Republicans who are in this fight for the future of the Republican Party, right? Is it going to be Donald's Trump, you know, Republican Party, or are the kind of the small conservative C's going to continue to have a place in the party? Last night, a big night for the establishment wing, but we'll see how this continues to play out. Because again, as you said, secret vote, it's a lot easier to be with Liz Cheney when you know that you're not going to necessarily face the ire of Donald Trump and a lot of his supporters publicly because nobody knows exactly how you voted. You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. 
The number three story of the day, Speaker Nancy Pelosi, she's exerted more power over the House than we probably have seen in all of her leadership in terms of how she's taking on security, about how she's just leading in general. But today's going, that's going to come to a head, Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's right. Nancy Pelosi is looking to strip Marjorie Taylor Greene of her committee assignments. This might seem like inside baseball, but it's a massive deal in the Capitol. Let's put some context around this here. Marjorie Taylor Greene is a Republican who has uh, wondered if school shootings are real. She's made racist, anti-Semitic, Islamophobic comments. She has now apologized for many of those comments and denied even knowing what they were, uh, frankly, but uh, those are on the record. She has said these on video and she has said them for years. Nancy Pelosi is a speaker who is serving in a time unlike any other time in American history. I mean, no other speaker in the last 200 years has had to deal with the attack on the United States Capitol. And Pelosi has exerted her influence, has exerted her power in ways that we never thought were imaginable before. She has put metal detectors around the House floor so people don't bring guns into the chamber. And I mean, who the hell thought that people would bring guns into the House chamber? Absolutely ridiculous. She has she's stripping people of committee assignments. She's fining people for not wearing masks. This is just a, a power play like we've never seen before. And, and frankly, it's her allies say it's important for the time that Nancy Pelosi wishes she wouldn't have to do these things. But because, in her view, the Republican Party has gotten so nuts, again, her view, she has to do these things. I think the thing for us to think a little bit more about, too, though, is what are the long term ramifications? Sure, she can say we are living in extraordinary times. There was a siege on the Capitol. there's distrust among Republicans and Democrats about, you know, whether or not people are bringing, you know, actual guns, members of Congress bringing guns onto the House floor. But this measure today, the fact that they're going to vote and kick off, in all likelihood, a person in the minority from a committee assignment, that could potentially have some real ramifications down the road when Republicans are in power and potentially a Democrat does something that they don't like, that they find offensive. I think we're going to have to see how this plays out. Is this a one-time extraordinary measure? Or does this kind of break down some of the fabric of the decorum and just the way that business is typically done in Washington? Thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review. You could also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.